This is the Flying Field Podcast. Flying Field Podcast is a service of rcplaneviews.com and the Flying Field blog. This is episode 120, Looking at the Apps. This episode was produced the week of June 16th, 2013. Hello modelers and welcome to this edition of the Flying Field Podcast. Spring is flying time in Phoenix and I've been focused on getting some flying in the past few weeks. That and a vacation. That means there's been a bit of a break in the podcast business. I've maidened my Dynam F4U Corsair and gotten in some more flights on my T28 Trojan. I've even dusted off my Dynam Meteor and got some nice flights on it, eh, except for the landings. I put retracts in a version that didn't come with them and used pull-pull steering system on the nose gear. My last two flights ended up with the nose gear getting hung up in the wires and not fully extending. It's a good thing that the Meteor has a plastic nose cone over the foam that allowed for a smooth sliding landing on the two main gear. Haven't got the solution on that one yet. Also in the landing gear department, I ended up putting the Corsair in on its belly too. One of the main gear wouldn't fully extend, so a gear up landing was the best alternative. This resulted in my replacing the main gear with replacements ordered from Toysonics.com. They were drop-in compatible. Rather than try to mess with the struts on the Toysonics, I disassembled both the old and new servos and replaced the new trunnions and strut with a Dynam trunnion and strut and reassembled the new retract. Perfect fit and now they work. I also did a little surgery on my T28 to add some additional airflow through the fuselage. I noticed toward the end of summer last year that the flight times were short and the motor would cut out from time to time. Most likely it was the thermal cutoff of the ESC, so I cut out some of the plastic between the molded cylinders in the nose and added a couple of holes in the underside for outflow. That hasn't been a problem through the winter, but now that the summer is here, the temperature is a potential problem again. In our last episode, we discussed a variety of gadgets. In this episode, I'd like to discuss some of the RC apps available for your smartphone or tablet and the current rage in electric models, sound systems. I was reading through a thread on RC Groups not too long ago, and one of the contributors mentioned he used one of the RC apps to do some quick computations related to RC flying. Hmm. I grabbed my Android phone and logged into Google Play and searched on some related terms. The results showed several apps for the tech-savvy RCer. Let's take a look at a couple of them. The first one is an app called RC Log. This app has a 5-star rating from 180 voters. One of the interesting features of this app is the ability to scan your batteries to log the ID and then key the flight and charge data. The data includes flight time, capacity, load and discharge rate, internal resistance, along with date and time. What is kind of cool is that if you go to the publisher's website, you can download and print QR codes for 70 different batteries. You just paste them on your battery and scan the QR code with your phone's camera 
to identify your battery and then key the data. The app will then provide some statistical reporting for your battery. On the model tab of the app, you can enter the specifics for your models too. When you log your flights, the app expects a battery and flight time to be entered. That data becomes part of the battery file and tracking. There's also a category called service. Using this choice, you can log repairs and expenses associated with the model. The app will also provide you with some charts and graphs based on the data you enter. A CSV file output makes it possible to manipulate the statistics more fully in Excel. This is one app I plan to take a closer look at. I record my flights and battery statistics in a little notebook. Being able to pick the model and look at and track the batteries across model usage should be a help too. Another interesting app is called RC Tools. This app is more of a collection of model related tools and calculators. It has a flight log tool that doesn't seem as robust as the logging in RC Log, which isn't surprising as RC Log is an app that's built for, well, logging. What this app does do is have a collection of handy functions such as an Ohm's Law calculator, mean aerodynamic chord or MAC calculator, and CG calculator. It also has calculators to convert glow engine displacement to watts if you are thinking about changing the power systems on a model. Additionally, you can build your own model-related checklist and store them in the app. This works a lot like the list function in the Color Note app you might already have on your phone or tablet. Who knows? It may prevent you from getting to the field without those pesky wing bolts or your transmitter. This app rates a 4.5 out of 5 stars on Google Play with over 435 ratings. Next is an app especially for doing electric model power calculations. RC eCalc version 1 is the free version of the app and there's a paid version too. It allows you to enter the known values to compute average current and discharge rates, power as measured in watts, estimated static thrust from a propeller, and expected flight times from a particular battery. For example, on the estimated flight time computation, you enter the battery capacity in milliamp hours and the current draw, and it will return the C rate and the anticipated flight time. When I entered a battery size of 2200 milliamp hours and a current draw of 27 amps, it returned a 12.3 C rating and 4 minute and 54 second flight time. The other computations are equally simple to enter. Place the values in their respective boxes and touch Calculate to see the result. These calculations are probably more suited for planning and building your electric model's power system than being used at the field, but several of the computations are helpful when thinking about how you match the power system's components to achieve the performance you're hoping for. The ratings on this app are good, but the number of raters is rather small. This seems to be the case on several of the RC-related apps on Google Play. I'm not sure whether that means we RCers aren't real big into the apps themselves, or we're just not big raters. In any case, consider taking a look at some of the RC apps out there. You may find one that strikes a chord with you and provides a handy reference for that computation you always seem to have to look up the formula for. 
Next on the agenda for today is a quick review of some sound systems. A few weeks ago, one of the modelers at our field brought out his large P47 Thunderbolt. It is a large model with an 80 plus inch wingspan. He'd flown it before, but this time, as he clicked the throttle up at the flight station, we could all hear the startup chugging and coughing of a big radial engine. As he lined up for takeoff, the large radial sound smoothed out as it roared down the runway. That certainly turned a few heads. Since that time, I've seen several comments about sound systems, and just the past week I saw an ad from Hobby King offering a 1300mm wingspan AT6 EPO foam model with the sound system included. Time for a closer look. There are several folks with sound systems for RC airplanes. Systems for large planes with a pair of 4-inch speakers run about 200 bucks. The next price point down seems to be sets by Mr. RC Sound at rcairplanesimplified.com. These systems run from about $130 for small airplanes up to that $200 range for large airplanes with multiple amps and speakers. As you'd expect, the China giant Hobby King has recently added some sound systems to their inventory. At the high end are some individually packaged components that, when bundled together, will hit close to that $200 mark. These more expensive systems either have multiple sound profiles embedded in the firmware or are programmable, giving you the ability to upload the sound profile that's right for your airplane. The more complicated systems include switch-triggered sound events too. For example, you could program your computer radio to initiate machine gun sounds when toggling a switch on the transmitter. A small switch on a larger airplane's landing gear could trigger a tire squeal on landing, as another example. At the low end, Hobby King has a sound module with a single sound profile for under $35. This budget setup comes with a speaker, amplified sound module, and some connectors for power and receiver linkage. Most of these systems connect through Y connectors and power taps. In the case of the budget Hobby King system, the small speaker connects to the sound module's output connector and is mounted to the fuselage. Normally, speakers are mounted so they face down out through the bottom of the fuselage. That allows the speaker to be hidden when the model is on the ground and for the sound to be directed toward the ground when it's airborne. In some larger setups, you could also mount the speaker under the cowl. A Y connector splits the throttle signal going to the ESC so the module can interpret RPM. Unlike servos and LEDs, the power is supplied through the flight battery through an inline tap similar to what you might use to power an external BEC. There seems to be no end to the imagination of modelers and engineers for ways to make use of these small digital components to enhance the scale nature of these models. I hope you have been able or will be able to participate in some of the RC events throughout the summer all around the country. There are of course the big events like the recently completed SEFF, CEF or Southern Electric Flight Festival in Georgia and the AMA Nationals in Muncie, but there are also a large number of local and regional events sponsored by AMA clubs. Take a look at the events calendar over at RC Universe or the events pages in the AMA's magazine, Model Aviation. 
bring a friend, or just plan to make a new one at one of these summer events. I've met some very interesting and helpful people at these events who have really helped my understanding of modeling and stoked my enthusiasm for the hobby. Well, that brings us to the close of another Flying Field podcast. Links to the products mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes at www.flyingfieldblog.rcplaneviews.com. Click on the podcast category on the right side of the page. This was episode 120. Until next time, happy modeling and fly safe.